What is going on? You are listening and watching Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live version. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 313 alongside in Jersey, Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you? Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good over here. I missed you because last yes. week you were in the same room with me. You might have to come back next week because we've okay. got a, our sponsored liquor, Fourth and Fourth and Pride, I giving will be us there. some free vodka, and we're going to have him on the show. You all you had to say was vodka, and I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword vodka, exactly. Yeah. Well, cheers to that. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Um, you know, I wanted to make a quick announcement. Uh, I've talked a little bit about it, but we've got some merchandise, merch tags, merch, and it's out now. Um, I'm wearing one of them right now. You can see so it's in the baby blue which is really cool. I've got versions of them. And right now, November 3rd through the 6th, there's 35% off all of our products from now the 3rd to the 6th. So now's when you want to take advantage of it. So like a $20 tank will be like 13 bucks. Oh, and that's, yeah, it's that's really so great. That's not anything. And they, I gotta go they, get mine right now. They turn them around really quickly, and it's oh, just cool. a great way to show your support for tags. But then, and they come in the white, the blue, the purple. So take advantage of that right now. If you go to our Instagram at tags podcast, in our bio is a link right to the store, and you can go right from there, or you can just go to tagspodcast.com and click tags merch. But 35% off right now. Get it? Well, it's hot. Yes. All right. We've got a great show for you on this Wednesday night. And, you know, our first round of topics are all related to school news, as I'm liking to call oh. it, right? School news. Yeah, we're going back to high school and grade school here. <laughs> I oh promise God, they all have here. to. <laughs> <laughs> I promise they, they somehow have to do with our sexuality. And would okay. you know it? In Kentucky, there's this Kentucky high school principal who seems to be what a way under, to start. In, yep, <laughs> under investigation after receiving a lap dance from a male student during a homecoming rally. That's right. People are naturally or unnaturally, I don't know, freaking out over these photos. <laughs> I will post these on Tag's podcast because this there was a male student in drag performing in a man pageant one of okay. kentucky high school's homecoming activities maybe they didn't think it would be an issue according to straight up gay porn they're clearly all laughing in the photos including the principal yeah. because this was a comedy routine and obviously no one had any intention of sexual motivation here it's just a bunch of straight guys screwing around still who still in their right say. yeah <laughs> but it has totally come under investigation hazard independent superintendent sandra combs confirmed that she was investigating social media photos of homecoming activities at hazard high school that shoved scandally clad male teenager giving a lap dance to staff and like i said including the principal mm -hmm. so I don't know. That's I mean, crazy. I had a couple of thoughts on it, first of all, Cody, because when I was in high school, first of all, the kids these days are just ex on the accelerated course to sexuality in my uh -huh. mind. I oh, was yeah. actually in my junior and senior year of homecoming performing because I was a gymnast, right? And, mm -hmm. and I danced. And so the year just shows you how old I am was Dirty Dancing so I guess oh. back then even Dirty Dancing the movie was out back then Patrick Swayze was the lead of course and yes. we reenacted really well I might add with okay. pro proper choreography we met weekend after weekend to get this choreography down including the lift <laughs> Oh, you the got info, including you the lift. lift? Yeah, lift. I, no, I did it. I had to, I was a lifter. <laughs> oh, okay. I was Patrick. I was a brown Patrick Swayze. Oh, okay. I <laughs> yeah. love that. 
and we were and we added to the we did that remember that shuffle that they do at in the mm-hmm. anyway they do this whole dance yeah. and that was probably i mean the movie was called dirty dancing and i did a partner routine with the girl at my friend at the time uh-huh. and that was as dirty as it got I do remember my math teacher who I had a crush on, who I later told on this show that I went on a date with when I was in college because he okay. turned out to be gay. He caught my attention in another homecoming routine where he was a surfer and he was in his shorts. And I had never seen my math teacher like in short shorts and uh-huh. uh, on a surfboard. And I was so like turned on back oh. then. That's just about as crazy From as it shorts? got. <laughs> well, I mean, if you had, he was really cute. He was really. Oh cute. yeah, I believe it. But what are your thoughts on this? Do you think they went too far, or is this, oh, yeah. is this a much ado about nothing? No, I incredibly suspect because even they didn't mean anything by it. They yeah. they're still teaching the children that that this is how you gain attention, or this is how you win in life by using duality as as a means to gain and i don't think that that's a good lesson for them to be learning in school you learn that in life and in the real world <laughs> they'll in <laughs> other words they'll learn but you know what we have to we have to remember so like when i was doing mine it's not like we had social media or any yeah. of this stuff no no phones no nothing you- these kids are living on their phones I was like class of 89. I mean, come on. I was like 85 freshman year, the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Big hair and mom. Big hair. I, love I even had big hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, these kids live on social media where they're bombarded by sex- sexuality. They're growing up a lot quicker. Yeah. I, where I do think it went wrong is they probably shouldn't have rules in their future homecomings where it's not okay to interact with staff and teachers and principals like that's a big note and you will be reprimanded or like cause for a write-up of some sort Uh if you do that because you put like this principal is being investigated he didn't do anything wrong he was just standing Um, there what's he gonna do steve he's still advising the kids he's well, you, oh, you're saying because he's playing along with it? Yeah. He well, didn't, but he didn't instigate this. Some they This has been in the story that this is like not the first year that this has happened. This has happened previous years. So he knew what was going on. Well. Yeah. Go ahead. He knew what was going to be happening. He is, he's parcel and teaching them about sex way too uh, in school. And there not be sex kids. Well, I think the kids initiated it. And if they and if it's true what you're saying, that they did it in the past, yeah. that then they should then shame on the school for not putting rules in place. Like, listen, or maybe you need to run by what you're gonna do by by somebody that's in a, a position to monitor Adults. what's going to be. Yeah. And especially the thing is there's all these pictures, right. And social media yeah. posts again with our dirty dancing little number in 1989, no one, I mean, if, even if we did take pictures, it was going to uh-huh. take another two weeks to develop them to even <laughs> yeah. get them out. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? <laughs> to get them back. And, by, and at that point, we would have already graduated to even see <laughs> the damage that we did. That's we would already been creating new crimes in college. Or Can I tell you, I when I was a kid, I was like, this dancing isn't that dirty and dirty dancing. I wonder why well, it's that's the this. thing. I know. That's what I'm saying. The kids are now accelerated. What are people saying, Cody? <laughs> The school districts are crazy homophobic. Some states are uh, it's to be fired if you are suspected to be LGBT, which is very sad. And they should like do something about that immediately. And <laughs> we're getting to the, go read it. 
He goes, <laughs> explain what exactly is developing pictures. <laughs> he wants you to explain Look what developing up, pictures Teddy. is. Look yeah. it up. I have a feeling you might know he what I'm knows. talking about. Once you oh, do he a little knows already. The shade of it all. Mm-hmm. Directed at you this week. But I have a feeling it's going to be coming at me in just a few minutes. So oh, yeah. We'll don't you worry. <laughs> moving on. We've got these like trilogy or quadruple stories here. Then moving on with our school themed stories there's a florida school board member who's been slammed for taking elementary kids to a gay bar and grill of course it happens to be in florida a school board member in florida says she has received death threats after posting on social media about taking a group of elementary kids on a field trip to a beloved local gay bar and grill, Broward County School Board member Sarah Lenardi accompanied the children to Rosie's Bar and Grill in the infamous, I added that, Wilton Manors. The establishment is well known in the area and attracts a wide cross-section of locals, including those with kids. After the trip on Wednesday, Leonardi posted about it on her Twitter and Facebook. Quote, I was so honored to be invited to chaperone at Wilton Manor's, um, the place, field trip to the incredible Rosies. The students and I had a fun walk over and learned a lot about our community. A huge thank you to Rosie's Bar and Grill for hosting this special field trip every year. Well, she got so many comments and not all of them good the majority are from people outraged at the idea of a school arranging a field trip to an gay friendly restaurant and some picked up on the fact that the menu for adults offers such dishes as rhoda cowboy and ivana hooker burgers of course the kids were not shown that having their own age appropriate menu instead the field trip has taken place for around the last 10 years. And Cody, I ask you, what were your thoughts? I mean, oh, we lost, did we lose Cody here as I was reading the story? Um, I think that it's really, I'll just go on with this. He should be back in a second as we lost our Cody. Um, I have to say that it seems so innocent. It's been going on for the last 10 years. If anyone knows Fort Lauderdale, they know that it's uh, particularly in Broward County where they're talking about in Wilton Manors. It's a gay neighborhood, which probably also has elementary schools within it. And what an amazing thing this would be. I just wish I had this as a kid. Again, I would have been in the early 80s, 70s going to school. We did not go to our local gay and bar in Fremont, California. I can definitely tell you that. And so I just think that for this was such a great example to teach kids. It sounds like it's a a yearly field trip. And these kids are going to be so far along and so far progressive by going to this and probably learning about the community. Cody, I was just talking about the story. I know we lost you for a second. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Can what were your thoughts about this story when you heard about this field trip? And didn't didn't you think it was? What did you think? I thought it was people were over. Went out out of of bounds with this. I think that they were too. They were crazy ridiculous and i think these are in danger going to a catholic <laughs> or, <laughs> That's or, in so school, true. or in school in kentucky apparently <laughs> it's right it's just ridiculous didn't you feel thing. i was saying i yeah i thought i mean i was saying i wish that in my small town we would have and positivity towards a community like the LGBTQ community. We didn't, of course. And Mm -hmm. I think it would have changed, you know, we're all developing at that early age. And it kind of sounds like if this has been going on for 10 years, Mm -hmm. that, and if you are raising kids straight, if you're straight parents, gay parents, whatever you are, if you're in Broward County in Wilton Manor, you get the, the, the point that you are in a LGBTQ neighborhood. So you're probably signing that waiver form. Like, of course, I want my kids to be progressive. The the backlash only occurred when she went on social media, of course, and then everybody hated on her. But 
I think it's wonderful that it happens in your community. I mean, yeah. imagine like here in New York, if you grew up or went to school in Harlem, you'd yeah. want to know the history of Harlem and the incredible things that have occurred in the black community that or have are Stonewall. monumental. Or Stonewall. If you went so. into the West Village, you'd want to know. I would want my kids to know about that. Chances are, if you live and raise kids in those neighborhoods, you want you're all about it. Is what I think. I agree. So yeah, I think that people are over exaggerating. That was the word I was looking for earlier. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right. Well, moving on. There's a mom who's been banned at Orange Elementary School for volunteering. She just wants to volunteer y'all after anonymous <laughs> letter revealed she has an OnlyFans page. So essentially, I'll just summarize this one because we got to keep moving. But this yeah. woman who's only 30 years old essentially has a kid at this elementary school and she just wants to volunteer. She's been volunteering for years. And another parent found that she has an OnlyFans account and told others like mm -hmm, uh -huh. how did they uh -huh. find that out right <laughs> that's what my mom said <laughs> outed her and and so now she's being banned from from volunteering ever again what yeah. a crock of shit like what does that right? have to do with anything i mean it's not like she's bringing her we have another story coming up in a minute but uh, <laughs> related to halloween she, what she does on her private time has nothing to do with how she raises her kids. Exactly. And I think it's a dicey corner when you start parsing out what people do for work. What it, What's it going to come to? Oh, I don't like that you work for a conservative organization or I don't like that you work for a liberal organization. So therefore you can't volunteer. OnlyFans is totally legal and and totally fine. What are your thoughts, Cody? So it's funny. I got some insight from an actual parent, my mom. I asked oh. her about, yeah. So it was pretty. Oh, good. I want to hear. It, okay, it's good. It's so good. Yeah. For a long, I had, we had a long discussion about what OnlyFans was. She thought it was a fan <laughs> store at first. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But our opinions really align as far as what this topic is concerned. We were both of the, of the thought that, this woman should not be persecuted because of her job. She's doing something to feed her kids and to better her kids. And she's not exposing her kids. She's not handing out pamphlets of, of her OnlyFans. Like, go go to this site, kid. She's not doing right. that. She's just promoting going there and... porn or anything exactly. like that. Exactly. She's doing that in the privacy of her own home. She's doing it to make a living. And Kim Kardashian did it. So why can't this lady do it? Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> and you know, if Kim tried to volunteer, they'd be rolling out the red carpet for her. Amen. And no. not bringing up that sex tape. <laughs> I mean, I if I saw her, I probably would. But <laughs> but it is a good, that is a good analogy because, yeah, how many kids does Kim K have? And they rolled out the red carpet for her to host SNL. Yeah. America's, like, beloved comedy show that's been on for like eons and so and this woman is just trying to raise her kid is which is ridiculous yeah yeah i couldn't with that um okay and lastly in our school news newsletter here for you there is a <laughs> high school senior who was just crowned missouri's first male homecoming queen Aww. all right yeah, a high school student in Columbia, Missouri, has just made history by becoming the first ever male student to win the title of homecoming queen in his state. And reports that Zachary Wilmore, a senior at Rockbridge High School, won the distinction in part because he chose to run for queen rather than king. Early Ooh. in October, he posted a poll to his Instagram page asking followers to vote as to whether he should seek the title of king or queen. Quote, I took a really quick Instagram poll, Wilmar told the news. They thought queen would look prettier on the sash. I was like, you're so correct. So I ch <laughs> chose queen. They go on. I will post this because the video of him getting the, the win, he's also on the cheerleader squad. And when he won at the homecoming game, he's complete in a gold lame shimmery dress 
And when they crown him, his fellow female cheerleaders were screaming at the top of their lungs. It actually made me kind of emotional and just like, Aww. wow, that is so brilliant that, I mean, talk about acceptance. And what were your yes. thoughts when you saw that? I loved it. I thought, yes, queen. Just he is ready for thing. yes, queen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I agree thoughts? with you 100%. I thought it was so wholesome and because it, it just shows and exemplifies how this young person has the support of his entire community around him and all of his peers. And he's going, I know that he's going to go on. They're going to go on to do great things because they have that support and they're already doing great things within their community, within their school, as far as educating people that aren't as knowledgeable as, as they are about uh, gender neutrality and gender expression and things of that nature. So I'm, I just am so happy. It, it fills me up with so much joy. Every, every ounce of my being is filled with joy. So I love this yeah, story. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk in a minute on our vulnerable voices about uh -huh. masculinity and what it yeah. means and heroic masculinity, which is an actual term now. What? And I want to put it out there that it takes a lot of courage and heroism to put yourself out there in a contest that traditionally is only for girls yeah. and to do it and then be backed by your, your fellow classmates and win is total heroic masculinity in my mind. And you'll understand what we're talking about in a minute. Um, what are the people saying before we move on? We can answer a few. Teddy was asking, did they ban the OnlyFans user to as well, as well as the mom? No, they would they didn't have that authority to do that. Um, there was nothing wrong with what the 30-year-old mom was doing. No, no word on what content. I think she was abiding by all OnlyFans rules. So nothing on that. It was yeah, simply she could be showing her feet. I want to do that. Yeah, oh, well, you should do that. Yeah. There's a whole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and even if she was doing more sexualized things there, she we just reported on OnlyFans like they've expanded back to sexual content. Yes, so she did, definitely didn't. They are not weighing in on what she's doing. Yeah. Volunteering and they don't care. I thought I read something else about volunteering. Uh, uh, what he said, he the did, privilege. To, the, yes. Uh, he said the privilege to ban volunteers. I know that's good point, Teddy. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You're going to ban a volunteer, a free working who wants to offer their time because you don't agree with something they do on their off time. That is, by the way, legal. She's not cooking up you know, drugs in her oh, trailer. Goodness. Well, I'm just saying, it's not like she's <laughs> doing anything bad. She's not doing <laughs> She's not doing anything illegal. So come on now. Anyways, we've got to oh, move on man. to this week's Vulnerable Voices, where we get a little bit deeper. And on yes. this one, we're calling it Toxic Masculinity or Is Masculinity Under Attack? And, you know, this all came up, I was telling you a little bit offline, that this all came up because I was watching, there was an article uh, with the congressman, Josh Harley, that we're going to read a few things in a minute. And then there was, um, excuse me, there was also, here we go, um, Bill Maurer, if you ever watch Bill Maurer, I was watching it, and there was a woman on there by the name of Caitlin Flanagan. She's a staff writer at The Atlantic. I have my notes here. I'm going to read you just a little bit of on how this came up. Okay. Bill, Bill Maurer really got down to basics last Friday with a really interesting chit-chat about toxic masculinity, and there's enough things here atlantic writer caitlin flanagan squared off against delaware senator chris coons with an assist from bill maurer caitlin railed on what she says is misdirected and dangerous wokeness somehow turning heroic masculinity into a dirty phrase she thinks it's critical to teach boys the virtues of men who do heroic things and she says it's important to distinguish men from women because the former are simply stronger, better suited to save the day when physical strength is the operative factor. Kuhn tried to, um, who's- uh, Can you, 
Can you hear an eye roll? I don't know if you can hear an eye roll. Well, let me tell you because, because... I want—I actually watched this whole. Th- I so I typically every Friday watch, uh, or when I can, I watch Bill Maurer. And when this portion of the piece came on, I was screaming at the TV. Good for you. I, Oh, so she wrote a recent article about heroic masculinity, and she ascended to say that this has been many parents are concerned about this, that essentially the idea she's fighting the idea of toxic masculinity and instead thinks there should be something called heroic masculinity. Boys are castigated for being boys, she says. We And then, this is where she lost me. She said, we get it. We're way ahead on trans issues. She's also quoted as saying, it's great to be gay. And she said it in that term, as if <laughs> gay men cannot be her, have heroic masculinity, right? Um, yeah. She says things like, boys just want to run fast, kick things, like stories about boys like stories about heroes they like saving the day they want to play video games where they can be the hero not the video games that i see that are circulating the rounds these days um, i don't know what she's talking about um she she's lastly said that i wrote she's it's sick and poisonous that the idea that boys are bad and that they have to be watched and watched by women and re restrain if and she said, if you want to make toxic masculinity, you will continue to push boys down so that boys, poor boys, don't have anywhere to, to go. And I just want to say that I 100% disagree with everything she's saying. I mean, fabulous. Yeah. I mean, masculine. <laughs> yeah. What were your thoughts when you heard that? She's crazy. What the? Where? Did even I don't even know where to start, first and foremost. Where did the term heroic masculinity even come from? That sounds up to make herself feel better, to make her monster children feel better. Because she probably is, if she has kids, she's raising little monsters is what's right. going on. They're going to be hellions. They're going to hate women. I think that... <clears throat> I think let me just because there's a thing right now and I want to hear what you have to say. There's a thing right now where people are confusing their America. Parts of America are not liking the term toxic masculinity and they think it's shunning boys from being boys and things like non-binary and things like having, you know, embracing your sexuality like we do on the show is somehow thwarting any sense of boys being boys, Senator Josh Hawley delivered a speech the other day on the future of the American man at the National Conservatives Conference in Orlando, calling for a return to traditional gender roles. He said liberals attempt to give a world beyond men was part, and it's part of their larger effort to deconstruct America and endeavor that, according to the Senator, this includes critical race theory, economic socialism, and doing away with the concept of gender altogether. The left, Tira says, want to define traditional masculinity as toxic. They want to define the traditional masculine virtues, things like courage and independence as and assertiveness as a danger to society. Holly mm-hmm. called for conservatives to fight the attack on men and push for a revival of strong and healthy manhood in America. And... I have to say, I've seen a lot of this. And what I think when we talk about things like they, you just use proper pronouns, they, them. And when we make space for non-binary people and for when we make space and keywords make space Mm -hmm. for the transgender community, for gay, for the gay world, we are not... No, I've never heard anybody in our community say, and no, do we not want straight boys or boys to not be boys. We're simply making space. And I feel when we make space, we are threatening an an age-old group of 
white masculinity that is saying they're they essentially are feeling threatened in my yes. mind. And when I you agree feel with you. threatened, when you feel threatened, that is when you have to say things like, We're attacking you, boys can't be boys anymore. Parents are saying things like, I don't know how to raise my boys anymore because there's no room for them anymore. It's like, no, 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 no one ever said that. We mm -hmm. simply said we're actually making space for everybody to feel welcome. Yes. And this woman goes on a whole rampage that men are quite superior in terms of like, she didn't use the word superior, but she said in terms of strength, she would want Nancy Pelosi, for example, she said, yes, is a strong woman, but she doesn't want Nancy Pelosi to save her out of a burning building because she doesn't have the strength that a man does. Okay. And I'm sorry, there are plenty of female firefighters that could save Amen. her and they that might just the look at her next time. And there are plenty. Let and that I was bitch really, burn up. <laughs> and I was really offended when she said, it's great to be gay or trans. Do you know how strong so many? I mean, I can't tell you how many times out of all my group, they look to the me, the gay man, to lift up the heavy box, to, yes. to you know, whatever, to use my natural strength because I work out a lot. And so mm -hmm. I think it's so simplistic and so... Uh, when you use the words like it's just threatening language that they're yes. that they are threatened by yeah i agree with you and i really really agree with what you said about we're not tr trying to not make space for them does that make sense right that make sense? they what what they are in turn trying to do is not make space for us and the, and, and i mean us as far as like trans people non-binary people gay people of all creeds and colors and everything so i think that what has happened is trans and non-binary people have been around since forever they've been here for a long time and i don't know if they're willing to acknowledge that but it's the truth I think that toxic masculinity has kept down a lot of trans people and a lot of non-binary people to that has kept them from fully expressing themselves. And that is where all the psychological issues come from. To toxic masculinity, in my opinion, leads to psychological damage, basically. So right. I her argument I'm, is so simplistic. I think no one's saying that we don't want boys to be boys. There was a great, I was watching a piece on a stylist the other day who's in the current Out 100. Maybe you know him, Cody. Um, mm -hmm. Stylist La Roche. Do you know La Roche? Oh, I love La Roche. Yes. He styled Simone. He's crazy, though. Oh, he might be, but <laughs> listen. But I love him, but he's crazy. <laughs> La Roche was in an interview the other day, and he was talking just about how he was styling Simone and he's getting mm -hmm. all his roses and accolades right now. And he said, his, the interviewer asked him, well, how did you, how were you raised? And he said, you know what? I had a mom and a black mom that raised me that it was okay to play with Barbies. That's and amazing. so I don't think, I think most boys are, I was shoved Tonka trucks and guns yeah. in me as too. a little boy and if I, if my father even caught me at the time when I was growing up playing with Barbies, I would have been whooped. Like yep. there's no tomorrow. Oh my and God. So I don't, the room. She will tell you. Thank you. <laughs> and so where is this idea that we're shunning boys from being boys? If anything, you're just threatened because we're making space and leveling the playing field a little bit more to be a little bit more representative to all people. You Amen. boys can still be boys. And by the way, there are heroic masculine LGBTQ plus people in this planet all the time. Did you not watch the Olympics? And it seemed like an LGBTQ fest Olympics. Every like, event. was I yes. watching the gay games or no? <laughs> and you, you can, you, can you, <laughs> I need an invite. <laughs> can you, writer from the Atlantic, do anything that those LGBTQ people do? Uh, what? Yeah, I thought not. No, you can't. And so, sh shut the fuck up. Like, exactly. no one's I saying know that boys, there are women out no there. one is saying boys can't be boys, but toxic masculinity is a thing. And why she fails to say, and many of the people that make these arguments fail to 
overlook the innumerable tragedies that happen on a daily basis to our trans community of the of deaths and beatings and left and right that we nobody even talks about that you see yep. things on on the news all the time about white people that are are getting beaten down and and looking for them we never talk about the trans people that just go overlooked and so there is a thing about toxic masculinity but raising boys also to be good citizens and to be respectful and to have those are like there's qualities that actually make men men and Amen. make them heroic yeah that's right there's more than one way to express masculinity that's my final thought and we should embrace all of them absolutely hey tags listeners craving for more tags hungry like i am well, now you can unlock exclusive Tags content. I'm talking about our weekly Tags After Show and our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get a notice each week when new episodes are dropped exclusively for you. So what are you getting from this exclusive content? Well, you're getting a weekly Tags After Show where the conversation continues with hot gay sex topics in a more relaxed, behind-the-scenes, more intimate format. Our twice-monthly Dark and Dirty Show will often feature special guests like my co-hosts, but gets a little darker and a little dirtier as we reveal our sexcapades to your exclusive ears. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now to unlock exclusive Tags content and know that you'll be supporting Tags podcast to continue delivering the quality of Tags podcast you've come to love. You can unlock this exclusive content by going to tagspodcast.com and click on the link Tags After Show. Thanks for being a supporter and continue having hot gay sex. And on that lines, just to move on with that, there's DC Comics artists are receiving <gasps> threats from a bi from biphobic nerds. Can you believe Ooh. this? Speaking of, what? so we're, this is exactly what we are talking about. And that's why I wanted to go roll right into this story. <laughs> and the advocate wrote this story, essentially. Imagine idolizing a character who represents, here we go, truth, justice, so much that you turn to issuing credible threats against their creators when you don't like a story arc. The irony is honestly too much to bear, but that's now the reality of a number of DC comic illustrators and staff who've received credible threats following the character John Kent. We talked about this, son of Clark yep. Kent, coming out as bisexual in a recent issue of Superman, son of Cal Al. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right, Cody? You said it right. You got it. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. So according to a report by TMZ, police were dispatched to patrol the employees' homes following the threats. And thankfully, none of the threats have resulted in actual violence. Thank the goodness. issue that sparked the backlash hit stands three weeks ago, uh, hit three weeks ago, and featured mm -hmm. John, who has taken up his father's mantle of Superman, entering into a romantic relationship with and kissing his friend, a hacktivist reporter named Jay Nakamura. Nakamura. And oh. at the time, the writer Tom Taylor shared I don't his excitement read of Superman. So I did not okay. know that was the yeah. name. I love that. I might have to start reading. Okay. Writer Tom Taylor shared his excitement about creating a story that would offer queer fans represent. Here we go. And I'm going to read this really slowly. Okay. Tom Taylor, the writer of this, shared his excitement about creating a story that would offer queer fans representation in the Superman story. Quote, I've so always important. I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes and i'm very grateful dc and warner brothers shares this idea 
can we just drop the mic on what we were just talking about Done. a second I'm, ago? I'm going to go now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, here we are showing, so fuck off this writer from the Atlantic who says that the gays, oh, it's great to be gay, but we need heroic masculinity. Well, guess what, motherfucker? We actually can be hero masculines ourselves and create our own stories. And we often are. I That's cite, right. again, the Olympics that just occurred. And there's countless stories. So I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know where this is coming from. What were your thoughts? You're a superhero fan about when you heard this backlash. Well, at first I was I was like, comic book geeks are I did I did not take the threat seriously. <laughs> I was like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> right, right. But then I but then I thought about it and I was like, this is not okay. This is why are people in such an uproar about people being representative by people exist we all gay people exist it's time for us to be seen and be represented in modern media and just everywhere it's just right. crazy to me i could not believe it nuts all my geeks love me okay <laughs> you know and you know the the I, it's here we are again where I continuously say that we're at crossroads. And if you ever pull back and look at history, things just don't happen overnight. You, there's these, these fights that you see. There's things mm -hmm. like what we're seeing about people don't like toxic masculinity. So what do they mm. create? Heroic masculinity. What about the boys? What about our boys? And then you pull back on this time frame. Now we're going to look back on it later. We have a boy who's, who's yes, queen, homecoming queen. And then we yeah. have other stories where a woman, I mean, we are in crossroads with our sexuality. And when we pull back with the lens, we're going to see this all played out in history, hopefully, and it's going to skew in a direction, hopefully, as most history goes in favor of acceptability and progress right. as, as all history usually goes. And I just think it's fascinating to be in that turning point and kind of be aware of that sometimes, I think, because that's just kind of what's going on. And yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to take two steps forward and one step backward. Yes, so. exactly. Well, all right. <laughs> Thanks for playing on that. We've got one more story before we get to our favorite oh. thirst trap segment. Oh. And this next story <laughs> cracks me sort of like crazy. There's a, and then there's this. Okay. Listen up, y'all. There's a Utah. We are just going all over the states tonight. I know, right? I was like, we're Utah, Missouri, Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where else were we? We were in a bunch of places. Now we're in Utah. Florida. Okay. But Florida. Florida comes up every week. And somewhere so. out there. Florida's always in the news. I know. <laughs> Utah sex offender arrested after opening the door to trick-or-treaters while naked and inviting them inside. I mean, this is just a convicted sex offender was arrested Saturday evening after police say he answered the door of his Provo home. I don't know what he meant. His home naked and invited trick-or-treating children inside. Steve Kelly Little, who's 48, was booked into the Utah County Jail for investigation of five counts of lewdness and three counts of lewdness involving a child. Police say he already was serving probation for lewdness involving a child. And when questioned about why he answered the door nude, he said he had just got out of the shower. It's kind of funny, actually. And that's why he was nude. And no. they said, why did you ask the kids inside? And he said, well, that's where the candy was. <laughs> you can't no. make this shit up. No, no, I mean, no, no, no. That's a no-go. I... Again, hearkening back to our original story of what kids do today, social media, like in a million years, Cody, would you ever think of grinding on your school principal? Never. When you were, I mean, right. Today, oh. times are changed. When we went trick-or-treating, they said, beware of the razor blade and the apple. I mean, That's that was like right. the scariest thing that we were worried about. Not having a door opening and having and some furry man. hanging balls. Of an, <laughs> and, you, and I saw the picture of this now guy I want that, who's nasty exactly ass. This guy's nasty ass. No, gross. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> what are you going to dunk for those balls? I mean. No. Oh, my God. Uh, Steve. 
This story is horrible. Maybe if, if we were adults, this might be a fun. There's there's a MMX male massage and, exchange. They did a fun adult exactly, and part, there like, was consent. <laughs> no, and yes, it was all adult. And I thought that might be fun to attend something like that. But this was no. I, I can't. This is a big no. I can't. Why were those kids trick-or-treating by themselves in the first place? Well, it took a parent to go. Well, you know how you send the kids off? We used to do mm. that. We, when I was young. Oh, young, it is Utah. I, That's right. Okay. Well, there's right. that. There it and is. When I was when I was young, young, we would go with my parents, and then I remember later on we were a little bit older, and mm-hmm. we would go with like a group of friends, and so yeah, it, one of the kids told their parents, and the father went with his daughter just to see, and they opened the door, and he was naked, and he said, "Put your clothes." He told his daughter so to run away. Multiple kids got to see. Multiple kids got to see that furry, <laughs> low-hanging sack. Oh no! That's scary enough for Halloween. That's if scary. Was, if he was coming out of the shower after the first round of kids, he would have put a robe on. Well, or you know like that. that. No, he was not coming out of the shower, and you know that was a made-up story. I know, but I'm just saying this is this man needs to go back to jail. <laughs> He's sadistic and crazy because he, he was is. already on probation and now he's finding he's back in the slammer. It's this all there is to it. Oh my God. These stories are nuts. And but <laughs> kind of all thematic this week about school, right? You did a good job tying them all together. I loved that. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. We almost talked about critical race theory too, but we didn't I have, would have no have time for that. that. I was gonna pull that in a little bit on one of the other stories, but I was we like, could no, have. I have notes focus. here for you. We could have, but no, no time for that. It's time for our favorite segment. It's called Thirst Trap. And Straight Up Gay Porn does a good job of putting together this week. There's a lot of them. I believe there are 24 gay porn stars. And they always ask the question, who took the best photo or video? We want you to weigh in as well. I will post this on tagspodcast.com and let us know what you think. Cody, who is your favorite? And tell us descriptively why. Um, Hold on one second. I think I got the wrong name. Do you want me to go? Go first, yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, you can imagine out of 24, and but it only took me to number three to stop the clock for Alex underscore X. Alex underscore X. And my goodness, he is sitting with his legs spread open with a, a really cool cut off white tank. Oh, legs spread open, his t-shirt's wet, and his dick goes all the way to his sternum. You know when it's wet and it's pressed up again against him? Oh, yes. And he has kind of this sexy, great goatee, beautiful skin, great tattoos, great legs, and he's kind of stunning and unassuming. And like I said, I always like to go, because they do a really good job He looks like me. Did your mic cut out, Cody? I, I thought you said something, but I think you cut out like before. Anyways, <laughs> let me just go on with my description because we lost Cody there for a second. Although I'm hearing a cackle somewhere in the background. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's not Alex underscore X. Alex underscore X is so, so delicious with that dick. He seems to have this blank look on his face all the time. But if you go to it, it says he's from Colombia, Bogota, 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 excuse me, Colombia. Shout out to Colombians. And in each picture, it's dripping with cum. It's just the longest, thickest cock. I've seen him pounding in there. He's just got this really beautiful face that you can't tell what he's thinking. And that makes it all the better. So I, I kind of like that. I mean, for straight up fucking, I'm all for it. So he's so cute. Yeah, he's really adorable. And what? Again, what were you saying? I said I think he. Uh, you know, he looks like yeah. somebody I know. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I unless it's him, I don't want to meet him. <laughs> okay. Teddy says you knew I'd pick him. Oh my yeah, god! Right? Me? Wow. Oh, do I have a type? I think you have a type. Wow. Okay. It's, okay, it's, it's a good thing. It's a okay. good thing. 
So I did have my name wrong. Uh, I, <laughs> I had in there Colton Reese, but I really, my vote goes to Cole Connor. Cole Connor, you and the Coles, the co let me go. <laughs> I know, right? And it's a really simple bathroom selfie, but it's very effective, right? He's cleaned up the counter, and there are only three products on the counter. It could be if he was. Are we talking about naked, him or his cleaning regime? No, no, just listen. Just listen to my description. Okay. <laughs> it could even it could be an ad if he wasn't completely nude in it, and he's got the full Monty just swinging in the wind, and it's just gorgeous. And he has the right amount of body hair, which gets my engines running, and. And he's for me, it's just this his gorgeous smile that did it. And I know that sounds like I'm becoming a wholesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just fell asleep a second. I'm sorry. Did you say something, Cody? <laughs> I, I know it sounds like I'm becoming like the boy next door or. Well, let's not get crazy. Leave it to Beaver's no, mother or that, something like that. <laughs> ain't nobody thinking. Oh, Cole Connor. Yes. He's got. A, he's actually. So yeah. Sexy. He's got he's a so grin sexy. for days. And right. His beautiful he, he, blue eyes it's just gorgeous he's yeah. gorgeous and that i definitely lingered around his his area for a second there yeah i love the tattoos on the quads oh yes I and the body I, I remember this whole picture i say that it's burned in my memory now because he it's actually just looks so nice too i, I yeah. know that might seem weird but see i told you i told <laughs> like you like a night like He'd fuck you hard, and then he'd like make you cuddle you. At I don't night. know, make you something, a snack in bed. Oh yeah, oh, okay. I get, right? a, I get a sandwich afterwards. That's perfect. You get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Not no beans and rice though, girl. We let you lie. I mean, hello, goodbye. I'm getting, I'm getting that tomorrow. Okay, okay. Pipi Delia's house. Okay. <laughs> hey, Greg, watching us. Thanks for joining the show. Um, who does Teddy like? He likes Angel Rivera. We got to oh, go take a peek at Angel let's Rivera. Let's take a peek. Really what do you what? Tell us while we look at Angel Rivera. What do you like about him, Cody? Before we get a little feedback. Oh, here we I go. Oh yeah. I first of all, I love first. the haircut because I'm trying to grow my hair kind of like. Oh, Angel. he is with so the, cute. the parts. I've been trying to do my have my barber do two parts in my hair, and he only wants to do one. But Angel got it. And yeah. what a beautiful, sexy body. And yeah, yeah. I know what Teddy likes. Okay, we know he got a type. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this has been so much fun, so Cody. So much fun. Fiery too at times too. I know, right? <laughs> I had a panic attack when I went out of, when I <laughs> I love it. Well, we want to thank you guys so much. This is always so much fun. We'll be here next Wednesday. I think I can get Cody to come here. I'll be there. We'll be in the same box and having our fourth and pride sponsored vodka. Join us for a cocktail. It'll be a lot of fun. Check out our merchandise. Again, you can go to at tags podcast and click on the link in the bio right now. There's a sale for the next three days until November 6th. Get it while they're hot. You can always follow Cody. He's got two. He's a life coach. Follow him on social media at KMD Coaching or at Mr. Maurice. Thanks, Cody. So much fun. Thank you, darling. Always a good time. All right. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yes. Yes.